Hello, hello. Hey, how's it going? Welcome back. I'm Jaleesa. I'm Desiree. And, and this, this is, is the, the Black, Black Girl, Girl Report. Report. It's been well over a month since we spoke to y'all. I know. We had Maya Patterson on last time. Mm-hmm. That was a fun episode. That was <laughs> yes, we did get technical. I know it's been a while. We've missed you guys. Hopefully, you guys have missed us. I know we didn't abandon you guys. Just life kind of just happens. Yes, things get in the way. Well, Des, let's talk about what's been going on. What have you been With up me? to? Let's see. February. I have been helping our lovely friend Bianca Bettencourt with her circus, really circus party in LA. Mm-hmm. So I was there. It was called Ripe. Um, she had photographers, she had a DJ, a performer, there was a bar, we had access to a rooftop, it was pretty dope. Um, that same weekend was Oscars weekend, and my friend is the personal assistant of Common, yeah. so she got me into his, uh, Oscar party, and the first person I see is Jay Ellis. Really? Getting tall in the gray suit. Did you say anything to him? No. Why not? I just I just watched him walk past. He looked girl. like he has somewhere to be. You gotta so. shoot your <laughs> shot in twenty seventeen, girl. You gotta just go up to him and be like, Look, <laughs> I'm here, you're here. We are all here. <laughs> We're all here. We are all here. Yeah. Well, how so, common's cool though. I really- common's cool. Common's really cool. He's like one of the sweetest guys. He's such a dad. <laughs> he's sweet on the eyes, too, you know. He just seems like he's sweet all around. I'm sure. Let me come down. Anyway, I'm sure it was nice. It was it was nice. No, it was great. It was a great February coming into March. Um it's been tough the beginning of March, but anyway, Jalisa. Yes. How are you? (laughs) I've been good. I mean, similar well, I can't say I've been as good as you. I mean, I'm not I haven't been in LA, you know, switching Uh, switching the sunshine for the snow. We'll be there. But Oh, yeah, because you were planning on going in August, right? For your My birthday. birthday. Black Girl Report in Ooh. August, so that'll be dope. BGR um, in L.A. In L.A. But, uh, no, I've just really just been changing, like, things around in my life personally. You know, like, Venus is in retrograde right now. So that's mm-hmm. been having me all in my feelings. So I've been just reevaluating just my friendships and my relationships, just, like, thinking deeply about how I navigate through my personal relationships with people. You know, weeding out people who aren't you know really riding for for a player mm-hmm. you know what i mean and and vice versa people that really maybe the bad vibes yeah you know and so just doing that and um moving i'm moving from lakeview to andersonville and then from andersonville to logan square so i'm gonna be oh. just bouncing around for i'll the be next... bouncing around with her yeah yeah so just moving <laughs> and then i started a new job Yes. Yes. You guys, so she worked cool. with me for a, two weeks. Excuse me, not a week. Yes. Two weeks. Yeah. And then left me to pursue greater things. Yeah. I got a job finally in my field um, in journalism. So that's dope. You know, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. Doing it for the writers out um, there. But yeah, no, that was fun working with you those <laughs> those few <laughs> weeks. Um, <laughs> it's a diner that, you know, we worked at. So it was, for me, it was kind of tough because I've never really worked in that element like i think i worked yeah one time buffalo wild wings when i was like 16 so that doesn't really translate now but um so that was that was cool though to have you by my side yeah it was a very different capacity but anyway yeah so i'm not as cool as you i don't have any la stuff girl 
we're <laughs> everyone's cool. We're all cool by association. I know. If I look at you, we cool. I know. We cool. Well, it's also it's just been a lot of talk. let's get into like I'm dying to talk about this. So get out. Okay. Get I know out. everyone get out. <laughs> Finally but, I saw it. I know. How, what did you think? Without giving any spoilers. Without I don't even know how we spoilers. could talk about it without giving spoilers, um, but just how do you feel about the whole premise of the movie? Honestly, I I have one point in the movie I wanted to cry. I was sitting there and I was like, my eyes were like watering with his and like seeing how complacent he was to all the like little microaggressions and everything oh, being yeah. thrown his way. And he's like, he understands what's happening, but he's like, I'm not about to give you the time of day with some stupid like I voted explanation. for Obama for a third term. Or I right, right. Am Obama. I supposed to like jump at you and be like, oh, that's so cool, yeah. man. But no, just seeing his calmness and then watching all that build up towards the end. And you're just like literally the cr- the theater is clapping, yeah. Like it was intense. It's it, it, it was it's creepy as fuck. It was, and I feel like I don't know. It's 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 just crazily important for right now. It's just it's a smart mm-hmm. way to tackle perfect timing what we're all dealing with in this quote unquote post racial society that we're totally right. not in, and you know. Um, yeah, I I feel you. Just like with the just the way that he kind of bounced around those little microaggressions and things that people would say to him, it's kind of like every person of color can pinpoint a mm-hmm. time when they felt that way, you know, yeah. in a room, a brown face or a black face in a white space, you know, you you know how that feels. And yeah. that movie just kind of toys with like the absolute worst case scenario <laughs> of those situations and um I don't know. I just, I totally rock with the whole thing. I saw it twice. So my second time okay, around, I did pick up on for. some more things. I haven't seen it twice yet, and that's the goal. Well, I know that would be a totally different experience. Yeah, you should, because I learned, I picked up on some stuff that kind of um, made me look at the way he wrote, you know, the, the, the white girlfriend's character and then, like, the black woman character in the film and just, mm-hmm. like, how... You just okay. We'll talk about it. I don't want to spoil anything for y'all. Y'all haven't seen it yet. But also, if y'all haven't seen it yet, what are y'all doing? Like, I know that movies right. are expensive because they are six dollars on what Tuesday, Wednesdays at like Regal and Logan matinee. You gotta see it. Keep those old school IDs. They still work. Okay. You can get still get the student discount. Hell yeah! Wait a minute. Okay. I got my a community college ID. You can barely even see my face. I'm, I'm like sleep. 17, 18. I, sleep, dude. I should have used my Columbia ID. And it's not even from Illinois. Damn. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. You guys got to watch it because uh, Daniel, the guy who plays Chris in the movie, he did a interview because I guess Samuel L. Jackson had said something about him like... Yeah, and he said... I don't know what Sam said. I just know something Daniel, about like he can't really. Uh, he's tired of his, like, proving his blackness. Yeah, like his experience is not the same because he's not like he's like he's British black. Yeah, guy. He's, he's not like he's like, like African American, English. Or... Yeah, he's like British, and it's and it's Some interesting to me that he would even that another black man would say that about a black film about right. a man in the black film that's dealing with these issues. Like it's just kind of. This experience black is people universal. Have these ex- yeah, it's not just in <laughs> America. British or not, it's just it's just worse out here. 
Yeah, so it just makes you think about, you know, how we look at each other and how we act with each other. And it definitely had me, I mean, no offense to any of our, you know, white listeners, but it definitely had me side on y'all I'm, for a minute. When I'm, I'm at work, like, you know, <laughs> well, you know, being being where, where I work and all the clientele is like just white people. And then like the past weekend, no, it was actually last night, one of the servers, Bianca actually was saying, I like Desiree, you put all the fucking Trump supporters in my <laughs> section. And like she had this huge section where the tables can fit up at least eight people. And we like kind of filled her up. And she was like, this is the fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And she went on Facebook about telling how she, as she's being a brown woman of color in this service industry, but this industry where like it's very male dominated, white dominated, and have them look at you condescendingly just because you're serving them food or something. And yeah. And all these things. And I was just like, I just want to cry with you. That's how it is. So that movie definitely reflects that. I mean, obviously, that's her Everything. experience in real life that is reflected in that film. And so, I don't know. I'm just staying away from white ladies <laughs> and teacups for a very, very, very I'll long see, time. I'll still come up here to see you <laughs> in Lakeview, like going to Lakeview. Yeah, I love right? You so Lakeview much, is like Jaleesa. the one place. I don't know. <laughs> the sunken place. The sunken place. Which oh is where yes. Ben Carson is too, <laughs> you know, with that comment he made when he like likened slavery to immigration. They wanted to be here. I'm like Ben and Carson, come on. Who's been whispering in your ear? And just his voice. Do you? Because you watch The Daily Show. I watch it here and there. Oh my gosh! Okay, I love Trevor Noah. But anytime he does like, an, uh, when he's trying to like. Uh, imitate Ben Carson is so hilarious because Ben Carson's voice is just so she just sounds like he's about to fall asleep it's like, like at so every moment and, and it's just and like like he really has something important to something say, really doesn't. important to say but it does he don't really have nothing like a preacher just finished us dabbing his head with the cloth <laughs> with, the, with the sweat cloth <laughs> like ah oh, yeah you are yeah. so funny ugh <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's true. But um, alternative yeah. facts. People outraged about that. People outraged. Let's see. What what have people been outraged about? The Beauty and the Beast movie. Beauty and the Beast movie. Disney and Disney introducing um, queer moments. Yeah, a, a, a moment of of you know um, exchange. Super fab curiosity. Gaston. Gaston's right? uh his like little apprentice follower guy. Oh, mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Yeah, me too. But y'all know who it, you know. Yeah. Y'all know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they make him have like some sort of there's like some unrequited love he has for Gaston, and he, they're trying to he's trying to like figure it out. That's what his character's doing. He's trying to figure out if it's just a friendship or he actually has feelings for this guy. Yeah. But you know, Gaston has a thing for Belle, but Gaston's a jerk. Well, yeah, you know, so, he's, a, he's a bro. <clears throat> he's a bro. And um, and so people are boycotting, uh, boycotting Disney um, because of this, which... It's just I, ridiculous. I've, like, come on now. You're going to boycott everything. Like, your, your five-year-old child, boy, like, probably already wearing the dress. <laughs> I've had... I've had like I've seen at least two little boys come into the restaurant in princess dresses, and I'm just like snapping, yeah, for their parents. And I'm like, let your kids be who they want to be. be. Figure it out, and like stop trying to shield them from stuff because it's just like, if you want to get mad about this, <laughs> you need to be getting mad about a lot of other Disney films out there, okay? Because Disney has been problematic 
Not even just that. You, From your kids jump. have iPhones. The kids they have look up everything. They have access to a lot of stuff. Like it's just it's 2017. Let's just really be get real, over it, okay? And yeah, just be real with your little brats. I don't know. It's my boyfriend and I. We're get, we're getting in, cut into a conversation about this weird time right now. How it's just kind of like everyone has something. Everyone has something to be mad about now. People mm-hmm. just are just so about jumping to anger. Like no one wants to come from a place of understanding. There is no time for that. Like, and if yeah. you don't agree with something or you don't like something, you just completely shun it. Like we don't even have not even take the time to have these conversations. Yeah. And so just I'm, I'm gonna throw my opinion, then you're gonna throw your opinion, and then we're just gonna sit here on them and be mad at each other and not get anything done. Yeah. He's like boycott Disney, like, come on. If we if you guys put that energy into boycotting some other things, hello we'd be, we'd, we'd be all right. Or starting to hello. unravel the pieces becoming all right, you know what I mean? Everyone's so enamored in television, fake reality to get out of their own. I know. I mean, I know. I also can't I can't front though. You know, I do like to watch the Bad yeah. Girls Club, you know, something like that. Which is <laughs> little a little real housewives. A little real, real Love housewives. Which one of those is your is your favorite? Love and hip hop. Do you watch Love and Hip Hop? Not not like that, but I think I've only seen like the Atlanta versions of these shows. They'd be crazy. The Atlanta yeah, if it's the Atlanta one or whatever it is, <laughs> like I'ma watch it. I'ma watch it. And um yeah, speaking of Atlanta, when is Donald Glover going to bring that back? Well, he's doing Star Wars, I believe. I believe it's Star Wars. So we're not getting Atlanta back till next year. And, and, and he's going to play and Simba. Yes. In the Lion in King. In the Lion King. I'm going to cry. I'm going to be so just like That's in be love dope. with that. His voice. That's going to be dope. Uh, yeah. I'm, well, okay. I guess we'll just have to wait on Atlanta. Luckily, Insecure is coming back in back July. Back in July. You know, you guys know we love us some Insecure over here. It's a comeback. It's a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh, deal lame. with you. Very lame. Sorry. <laughs> well, anyways. So. Um, oh, Burning Sands. <laughs> I don't know. Since we're, since we're talking about things that just came out. Looked at the list and saw Burning Netflix. Sands on there. Burning Sands. Just watched this last night with Jaleesa. Do you want to go? Quick synopsis. Well, okay. So basically, Burning Sands is about um, the hazing experience in the black fraternity world or just like the Greek Greek organizations. Mm -hmm. And um, I have never been in a sorority or anything like that. I've had friends who've pledged and stuff. So I've heard stories of hazing. But this movie, I just feel like it's very important for just like young POC to watch it or just be young black kids to watch it because it gets real. Like it gets very, 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 very real. You see how far people can go for success, even to the point of, I'm just going to be black and bruised to get in this fraternity. That's going to help me potentially get this job. Just how enamored you're in. I've I've used that word multiple times. Enamored is a really good word to use though. Um, So it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It was, I actually saw them, I met a few of the dudes at the Oscar party. They meet, were there. Did you meet Trevor? Trevor wasn't there. Trevor is the lead you, guy the from lead. this movie. He plays Zurich, I think his name. He yeah, was in Zurich in the Disney movie, and I have a crush on him. So. And he was in the sci-fi show called Eureka. 
Well, he is fine. If you listening out there, Zarek, hello. I'm just, I'm just I believe his name is Trevor. I mean, Jackson. Trevor, not Zarek from the. I just ruined that, right? No, but like one of the dudes was telling me that the one with the curly hair that was into the McDonald's cashier. Oh, uh, yeah. He was telling me that he was getting very, very rude and mean and distasteful comments through social media because he was participating in the movie. You know, and I guess because they're like shedding low key shedding that. light because there's obviously there's some fraternities that are still doing this and getting away with it, and so you know some people weren't very happy about that. It's and other people are like, why would you thing. even participate in it? It's I don't know. It's it's no, it's a very 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 real thing, and I just think that we should look at that, you know, because you when you think about like the black college experience, I feel like people automatically think about like Greek life and mm-hmm. like, you know, and all of that. And because you were like drumline and step the yard, stump the yard and all those yeah. other show movies. <laughs> yeah. You think about that. And so for it to go there and show it in this light, in this very mm-hmm. real light, I can see why he would be, people were, yeah. you know, didn't, didn't want him to expose that, but it's kind of like, but that's like, exactly why, why this movie needs needed. to be made yeah. is because of that. So for all those people who are, Listening, who might be thinking about joining a fraternity at work event, you watch. You it. can watch the movie, <laughs> but yeah. not to scare you. Do do what you got to do. Yeah. So anyway, on a way more positive note, though, way we're gonna take a break note. and we're gonna come back with an amazing, beautiful, talented artist, all outstanding around. artist. So artist, Stay Renaissance woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Yeah, oh my god. It's oh my just god. a bunch of rambling it, that it is comes together. Be like, nah, no, I'm kidding. They're like, like, nah, son. No. Can you over? <laughs> okay. Well, okay. All right. Do you want to bring it back in? Or yeah, I can bring it back in. Um, ma, ma, ma. Okay, one. Hey, you guys. Hey, hey. We are back. Uh, mm-hmm. Who we got? Who, who we got? Who, who we got on today? <laughs> uh, we're bringing the music back this time, and we have Kaina. Hey, yeah. everyone. Hey, beautiful here. musician. Oh, my gosh. Artists all around. Songstress. <laughs> just amazing individual. How you doing? I'm feeling good. I'm so excited to be here. You guys are so great. I'm just oh, so happy to be here with thank y'all. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. The feeling is completely mutual. Oh, I'm kind of fangirling right now. Oh my gosh. Our I'm fangirling. I literally just texted my best friend while I was listening to you guys and was like, oh my gosh, you would love these girls. Oh. And she goes, oh my gosh, do you think they want to hang out with us? And I was like, yeah. Yes, I was like, hello. Yeah. Because last night she finished finals and so I like bought her some dinner to celebrate her finals and she was like being so funny. She was like, oh, you see that waitress? She's so cute. We should invite her to hang out with us. And I was like, do you remember how you were doing that last night? You would do that immediately to both of them. Oh, that's, and, that just warms our yeah. heart. Yes. I feel like yes. people don't do that anymore. Like, yeah, people like, are just hey, want to hang? Yeah. 
Yeah. Hang out with yeah. random people. Yeah. We will hang out with you, best oh my friend. Gosh. Yeah, Paige. Mm-hmm. Paige. Paige, what's up, girl? What's up, what's up, Paige? Shout out to Paige. Shout out, Paige. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Well, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you. Yeah. So, well, tell us about yourself. You're born Where and you're raised. From? Yeah. Uh, born and raised in Chicago. Um, first generation. My mom is Venezuelan. My dad is Guatemalan. So I got okay. a nice little mix there. And uh, yeah, I'm yeah went to school at Lane Tech. Okay. Um, and then went to DePaul briefly. Not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. It taught me a lot for sure. But like, I'm I feel like I don't want to go back to school till I'm like 30 maybe. What I did totally. you go in yeah. for? I went for PR and advertising, um, which is like. It was cool, but then after a while, the classes just felt like it was like, I don't know. I feel like personally, I feel like PR and ad is such a like you're you have to be a person who has good ideas and you have to be good at speaking to people and good at Mm -hmm. executing the ideas or gathering a team to execute ideas. And like that's kind of hard to teach people. It's like either you're like good at speaking to people or or you're either you're creative or you're not. And so like the classes were like very like tedious and like uh you don't have to be sp- dumping thousands and thousands of yeah. dollars and putting yourself into debt to learn something yeah like that, exactly right? like, yeah but, i i was doing i well actually like yeah i i feel like my climb to being like an artist actually like didn't even start with actually doing music like i've always been in bands and and stuff like that and like kind of like was like half-assing it and just like having fun and like expressing myself but like i think it really like I really got into like the scene because like freshman year of college I was interning for a bunch of people like I interned for like young Chicago authors and like the person I was interning under was the manager of the Omis and um no name at the time oh, cool. and then okay. she, so she liked my work ethic and then I just like interned started interning for like my favorite artists and then Jamila's manager Sherrod like picked up on what Mariah like liked about me and then I was interning for like all these music people freshman year oh that's yeah awesome. yeah so I wasn't even like actually making like really doing my own stuff I was like just working for other people yeah but you always uh, have to start somewhere yeah and that's a yeah. hell of a way to start yeah, yeah. I mean? yeah. it's crazy it like yeah great, like no name Jamila Woods like yeah yeah, yeah which is like so crazy now that I reflect on like where they're all at now I'm like whoa I was like 17 and I was like doing this stuff which is crazy but yeah, um, yeah, and then I just got a shout out. Um, I was since I was nine, um, I was in this performance group called the Happiness Club in Chicago, which was like made in the eighties, which is why it's so cheesy. <laughs> like the name is <laughs> the, the Happiness Club. I get yeah, good vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it's an awesome um, organization. It's um, the director is Tangie Harper, and she's like the person you go to if you need any dance stuff done so I started there when I was nine and I wanted to be a singer but I was too shy so I like got into dancing and then like got really good at hip-hop dance until I was like 16 and I was like over it um and then became like a singer there and like started songwriting and um that's definitely the group that makes me just want to advocate for like organizations for Chicago youth um, and why I wanted to stay in Chicago for college yeah, too. Um, yeah, with that group, like I got to perform at a bunch of like CPS schools, and like I got to go to the White House twice to sing and what? yeah, and Lollapalooza oh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Happiness yeah. Club, though, that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's like that's really where I really started performing. I'd say, um, like, uh, and that that group is just awesome. So basically, it's kids from like um, four four to like. 
until she kicks you out because she's like go do your own stuff mm-hmm. um and uh, which is what happened to me she's like okay it's time it's for on. you to do your yeah, own stuff no, leave the group yeah pass. um yeah but she so like i basically like you get to create your own dances to the music that people are creating so like the kids are creating their own music their own songs their own dances um and then like and then like we just have a ni- like a nice like panel and system of people who are always like making sure to work really hard and Tangi Harper works really hard and making sure to get kids out there and collabing with young Chicago authors and so that's really where I started and like kids in that group are like always like how did you how do you do what you do and I'm like literally like I'm just the product child of a bunch of programming in Chicago like I did after school matters because Tangi ran it I did young Chicago authors I did the happiness club and all these things intersect and you know Chicago becomes small once you meet and you know collab with all these communities so yeah Yeah. it's so it's tiny met up with you today you're already on your way here (laughs) yeah yeah well actually I I was on my way to meet up with y'all and then and Emma, then, yeah, Emma then, found yeah. out, and then I, she was like, "Come to the studio after." I was like, yeah. "Oh, it's the same place. Nice, yeah, small I mean, world, tiny world, in the community." Yeah, yeah, that's the thing about Chicago too. You know mm-hmm. that has always just stood out to me as being a transplant from Alabama. You know, like just the sense of community and how you can get involved and just really just you mm-hmm. know meet other yeah. people who are trying to do the same exact thing that you're doing. Yeah, you know? so that's really awesome that you've been. S- able to be so well-versed in the community yeah. and do stuff. It's a blessing. At, and then you're like, what, you're 21. Like yeah. You said, so like at an earlier age, like some people don't even really get a chance to get involved in some of the stuff that you've done. Like yeah. to go to the White House twice. Yeah, that know? was, like, well, that's... not not never, never again, unless certain True. someone's well, out. Yeah. Not again, True. but but mm-hmm. I definitely. brought the arts. Yeah, yeah. Government house. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. why, that's that's why I'm saying is like, I think there needs to be more like, um, just like advertising to young folks in Chicago on the pro- type of programming that's here. Cause like after school matters, if you want to cook, they have a cooking program. You get paid to show up and just learn how to cook. Mm. And like, if you like science, they have science programs. And so even in high school, I realized at a really young age because I started at the happiness club at nine and then after school matters is just high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I realized very early on, like the happiness club is an intersection of a bunch of kids. So like it would, um, now it's lo- like they meet every Sunday at the American Rhythm Center downtown. So it's easier for a lot more kids to come. But like if it wasn't for these like organizations, like I mean, I'm first generation. And like as as much as like I love my roots now, I think about like f- like nine year old me who could have been a lot more like whitewashed. Like I think yeah. about the kind of like Latina that I would be right now if I didn't have these organizations because I I mean I went to like the school Audubon and like Lane Tech that was very like bubble like and I was like sometimes surrounded a lot around a lot of like white kids and like I was now that I reflect I'm like like wow like the happiness club is the reason why I'm like not like one of those sorry to say this but fucked up like Hispanic people who are like racist and like Mm -hmm. like not in touch with their roots and Mm -hmm. like so it's and and also just like it's this the programming like I'm so passionate about because it's so important like that's where I met like my family like that's where I met like my second mom like Tangi Harper like that's where I met like a bunch of my like you know friends from different places from different spaces and like I like if I I really think that if it wasn't for Chicago programming that I would not be like doing yeah what, you know the, you know the program out programming out here getting everyone together goes 
for any age because yeah i myself moving out here i was 21 and i moved in with a friend who went to saic but she was made she she's asian american but she mm-hmm. was mainly around you know white people all the time so that's who i had to become accustomed to living with and changing my style around chicago was around their style mm-hmm. and then i found the yca like maybe like a year or so later, and I started going there, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, so many black people. Yeah, black exactly. People. And yeah. then I see, I get more of the arts around me, music-wise, and like poetry, because I do poetry myself, mm-hmm. and like, it just feels so good going there. Like, I even changed my work schedule so that I won't miss a Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. you know, except for here and there, because it's my day off, you know. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mama get tired. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah for sure. But, but it's, yeah, it's such such yeah. good spaces around here yeah there's community here no. yeah like you just have to find it or you have mm-hmm. to tell young people or any people looking that it's here like I feel like you know this is like part of the happiness clubs thing is that like especially Tangie she's so passionate about it is that you know like the media likes to focus on like like how bad Chicago is but it's like you you could easily have taken that media time to shed light on the good yes, parts of Chicago yes. to tell all your young people that, that there's programming that. Yeah, you know like, absolutely. like the reason why they're like I mean like After School Matters is dope because they have programming like the main one is really like Gallery 37 downtown but there's programming everywhere in every single neighborhood of Chicago which means that they're just like literally kids who don't know it exists like you know we talk like we always talk about resources and the lack of resources in certain neighborhoods and it's like there are certain people bringing um resources but kids just don't know or like or like kids don't get out or kids don't like ever go downtown until they're like teenagers which is Mm -hmm. crazy they never leave their neighborhoods or anything but that's why it's so important like kids need to know like that's why i'm always like oh you're cool you're dope you're like 16 go to yca go to yeah go ahead and get them in there early so they could they could have they can know that they have a place to go they can have resources that they can look up and see people Look at see look at people that look like them and doing this, yeah you know and exactly. I when it comes to the arts because there's not much um, support in that in the school systems they exactly. want you to go mm-hmm. towards be a lawyer be a doctor be a nurse yeah aquaponics singing isn't gonna <laughs> yeah. get you anywhere you know yeah, yeah. You're, right yeah. singing and songwriting your get makeup you isn't gonna get you yeah anywhere. which is so mm-hmm. crazy right because now there's this whole industry of like right. YouTubers and just Making like social media people like just yeah talking to people it's wild it's wild needed well what you want to do exactly well tell us a little bit about how um you met with the burn swins like how did you guys create this amazing collective this thing i got going on (laughs) um well i like it's so crazy so um sticks who's like the drummer in chance's band right now um puts together this like jam night every month basically and I remember like the one time he because I only think he held it once at sub t he held it at sub t and I was actually taking piano lessons from Peter Cottontail who's like Chance's keyboard player and like Mm -hmm. produces a lot of the stuff um because I just like happened to meet him and oh another side thing like young people don't ever be scared to ask people like to hang out or to get coffee or to like take a lesson that's how I ended up taking lessons with him as I was like I need to learn how to like make music on my own. And he was like, let's go. Like, yeah. I'll, and he gave me really like low fares for piano. And it, and it was like, people will help you. People you will help you if you ask. Be so yeah. yeah, exactly. So I started, I started with him and then Peter was like, Kaina, I need you to go sing right now. And I was like, what? And I went on stage and I sang, uh, heard it through the grapevine. And hey. then I met Izzy, who's the Trump, the, the trumpet player in Burns Twins. Um, and 
he I just met him only and then we I was like oh like we should like link up and blah blah, blah. and then at the time uh Peter was like that was so great like all our students were on stage and I was like what what are you talking about and like fast forward so like a year later um in April I just like they were in this band that was kind of like getting some attention and I would see them around and then Eddie I, I met Eddie who's the drummer in Burn Swins and like produced a lot of the project we released mm -hmm. and I was like what we, we all realized this we were like oh my gosh he was like you know I was playing with you I was the drummer on heard it through the grapevine I was like whoa I didn't realize you guys were <laughs> twins Damn. like that means I only met like one of the twins like a year ago and then him and then he was like deciding to go to college or not because he's like they just turned 18 uh, I met them the oh, yeah. I hung out with them the day before they turned 18. Oh wow. I know they're so young. Okay, um, yeah, so I I was like I was talking to him cuz I was contemplating leaving school myself. I was like, "You know, you're an incredible drummer. You're like literally a star when you play. I don't think you need to go to school. You should give it a, <laughs> you know, take a gap year or something." And I he ended up staying and Izzy left for school actually, but it was crazy. We all just like met randomly and then um, went to Nini's. Have you guys been there? No. no it's so good. This that. Cuban spot in the West Loop. Uh, shout out to Juani. Uh, it's so good. It yeah, every, Nini's Deli. Um, Nini's Deli. Yeah. So we okay. went there. <laughs> I went to the twins' house. I was like, yo, Eddie, I just wrote these lyrics, which I happened to write at Happiness Club, actually. Okay. It was this song called Mango Kisses. And I was like, I just wrote this. I was like, this is how it goes. She's like, oh my gosh, let's go try to make something. And so we made that song together. And then we were like, oh my gosh, we should put out a whole project together. Um, yeah, and that's, that's how it, it, it really like came together at, in such a short amount of time. Um, Izzy did, did decide to go to school. Um, and so we had, we like he was leaving in three months. Like, so we met in april and really decided to work on the project like somewhere after that um we we're like oh my gosh like izzy leaves in like august or something so then after that it was like the craziest like it was it was probably unhealthy but like i would go over their house at like 3 p.m and not leave till like 3 a.m like ev almost every working. single day for three months straight including mixing and stuff and we just really pushed this project out because not for like time's sake even though a little bit but like we just had such a good flow together mm -hmm. and it just like happened and didn't expect yeah. for it to be where it, like it is now and like it it's all been crazy yeah and you would yeah. think you guys spent like a year on the production right. of that known because each other it's all your so lives. yeah crisp, people so think tight. that it's so it's funny just, yeah, you just learn to vibe with the right people yeah. in the right place at the right time. To yeah, ask the right question. That's yeah. when the magic happens. Is like you could know somebody your entire life and like work and work with them and like it's good. But like when you meet the folks that you like, it just like happens. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. And that project we released in August, which means it literally hasn't lived for a year yet. And it's bumping, <laughs> like for real, like it's Thank dope, you. like and it just shows. It just it it shows the fact that you guys. You know, just organically make sense and work together. Cause uh, I was saying earlier, like you know, I've seen you live a few times, and you guys just sound amazing. Thank the you. vibe, the, the energy, yeah, that, that just 
just like bouncing off the stage. Right. It's just great. Thanks. It's yeah. great. And I love like when it's all of you up there, you got like, you know, the singers and then you got, you know, the Burns twins and you and all just the different people who all are the in the band. Yeah. I feel like I'm watching like Earth, Wind and Fire or something. Oh my God, it's, like, that's so crazy. On stage have you seen like, multiple iterations of the band? Like have yeah. you seen like the full band and then like the smaller ones? I think when I saw you at um the dojo when I saw you, I don't think it was all of you guys. Mm. And then at the Metro it was yeah, the metro was the metro was actually twelve people, which is never the wow. most yeah. we've done is eleven. On like Bon Iver status, yeah, twelve people because we had two percussionists because mm-hmm. we decided. Well, I asked Eddie, I was like, we need one more percussionist because I was covering Kimbara uh, by Celia Cruz, and that he was like, this song is like salsa, like we can't just have drums. You need a percussionist, and I was like, okay, cool. He's gonna get one person. He was like, oh, I got two, and I was like. We're, our band is 12 <laughs> people. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, the Metro was definitely a little mad. They were like, you have 12 people? They were like yelling at us. They were like, everybody uh, on stage right now, if you're not in the band, get off stage. And we were you all like, um, we're all in the band. Yeah. That's what's up. What would you say is like your favorite, one of your favorite songs to perform live? Oh, man. Um, I mean, Honey is always fun just mm-hmm. because that's the first one that we made together. And that came together so quick. That came together in one day. Um, but yeah, I think Honey is like my favorite because like I get like I'm always like telling them like, oh, let's throw this in. Um, so I like, yeah, I just did like a, a at the Wonderland, the Vam Wonderland event. Mm-hmm. I did like yeah. Cute by Drum into uh, mm-hmm. Honey. And that was really mm-hmm. fun. So I get to mess around with that song a lot. Um, but I do like to perform Sleepyhead a lot because also last minute I was like, guys, we should do Timmy Turner. And then the yes. twins. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. lit. Yeah. Loved it. That idea got shut down, actually. The twins were like, what? That makes no sense. And I was like, listen. It worked. And then I sang it. And they were like, oh, my gosh, we have to do it. And I was like. I told y'all. It works. So it's like yeah. the different harmonies that y'all have. Yeah. Cold, cold. Yeah. I love. Food. Yeah. I don't know. The whole show is fun. Yeah. I get to, I get to, now that people know the music, I like to like play with it. Like I don't really want the live show to sound exactly like mm-hmm. the recording. I like to like throw a salsa section in honey That's or what like whatever. Live performances. Yeah. What's your favorite part about being a musician? The, the songwriting, the singing, the doing the, Working with instruments because you play. You said you play piano. Yeah, I, I dabble. I dabble in piano and guitar, and like I have an ear for things, but I'm not as good as the, the twins. Like they're like really trained, and I'm yeah. like, I start out a lot of songs actually by just like using a loop app that I have on my phone, and I'll just sing things. And then once like at a place that's workable, I'll bring it to them and be like, Hey, can you make this like real now? <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> play them for real. But um, I love the whole, I, everything is incredible. But I would say like my bread and butter of like being a musician is the live show. Like I love performing because I feel like that's my release and I feel like I just get to like fuck around. I get to talk to Mm -hmm. people. I get to like salsa dance maybe or like throw in something (laughs) or like I love like singing with the audience and teaching them stuff. Um, And then second to that, but like probably like just as close as songwriting because like I've, I mean like I've been really thinking about just being very intentional with like my songwriting, like having intent, like what, energy am I putting into this song? Like when people listen to this, what have I planted into the mm-hmm. songwriting? Um, yeah. And I, I love that. I really want like my songwriting to be and my performance to be like my activism. Um, you mentioned yeah. you did yeah. slam poetry. 
Mm-hmm. So that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because that's all about intensity mm-hmm. and your emotions within the moment. Yeah, and your intent and your story. And so, yeah, poetry, slam, slamming definitely, like, brought me, made songwriting a hundred times easier. Because mm-hmm. I slammed before I really started songwriting for real, for real. Um, but I love that. Yeah, I want, like, I want my performance and my, like, um, words to be, like, impactful and, like, my activism and, like how I get shit done in this crazy world. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just like, just it's kind of reminds me of that Nina Simone, uh, what she said, quote, she was like, I don't understand how you can be an artist of the times and not, you know, talk about, talk the, times. about the times, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's just so important. And I think that what you're doing musically and just creatively in general is like, is the revolution like you're just doing you know you're living it yeah you know? yeah and it's important to just like put our money where our mouth is actually do it make some sacrifices yeah, yeah. and just get out there and, and so yeah and make the you have art to, you have yeah to. do the work that's do the work that's that's where my brain has been at lately is like i like know we like i feel like we're all beings who know exactly what we need to do right we're always like ah, i don't know what to do with my life but then like we're you sit scared. with yourself and you're like oh i know what i need to do i'm scared or I'm like being lazy and I just need to put in the work. So for like yeah. March was also rough for me, beginning mm-hmm. of March. And I was like, oh shit, like what do I need to do? Oh my gosh. And I was like, no, I'm being stupid. I know I need to put in the work. It's about like focusing in and being like, this is the work that needs to be done for like my sanity, like my sanity in the world. Um, and then just like my creative sanity. And like, you know, it's just like getting the work done, even though it's sometimes you're like, ugh. Look, you yeah. know, you, you inspire me right now. With, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, I've thought about it so much lately. So, yeah. Just take some time for yourself. Have a spa day. <laughs> Self care. Hot Cheetos. Self care. Hot Cheetos. In bed. Did that the other day. It was awesome. Really Hot Cheetos nice. in bed. Yeah. The fries ones, though. I did the, f- the fries ones. Extra flaming hot. <laughs> the fries ones only. Extra flaming hot. Extra flaming hot. See, that was a little the bit too intense for me. That was a little bit too intense for me. I killed a bag of those before before the session. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're going to take a quick break, but then but we're going to come back with something really cool for you guys. Something special, something Yay. new. We're going to have a little treat, and we're not going to give it away. We're just going to come Yay. back. Boom, here it is. <laughs> and you're going to love it. <laughs> okay. Every time I'm like, okay, cute. You're stereotypical. No, it's always cool people that do it. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my gosh, guys. Yeah, I'll bring you in. I'll just let you go ahead and introduce what like the name of the song is and all that. Cool. Bring you in. I hope I don't suck. You won't. I was like, I hope I don't suck right now. You will not. And then after you do your sound, then we'll get right into. We'll just jump into the cool down. Cool. Ask you where we can follow you and stuff, and then we'll be good. Cool. All right. Awesome. Boom, boom, boom. So, I don't know. So, Do we need Zach to yell at one, us? Two, oh, one, no, they're, two. they're recording. They're recording it? Okay. Okay. okay.
Okay, hey guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. So yeah, we told you before the break that we had a cute little surprise for y'all. And let's get into that surprise. Yeah, so we're going to have Kaina do a song for us. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I'm excited. Okay, hey everyone. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the song I'm going to perform for y'all is called The House. And it's a song that I wrote when I was like 16 about immigration. And I just feel like it's also never been released. It's not anywhere. So this is just exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's very necessary to um, perform this song as of late. Um, and yeah, here we go. Let's, let's, let's do it. <laughs> right? You guys are going to background sing. Girl, we don't want to ruin it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Here it goes. Um. You with your walls, you're so proud. You stay so happy keeping all us out. You like to keep this place so empty. Oh, Lord knows we'll live somehow. And she'll show you to figure out that all this divided ain't so healthy. There's room for plenty in this house. Look how these brown hands cook all your meals. But mama says you want us all to disappear. You like to keep this place so empty. Oh, Lord knows we'll live somehow and she'll show you to figure out that all this divided ain't so healthy. There's room for plenty in this house. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you Beautiful. so much. Oh, thanks, you want to give guys. like a really, really quick background on the song? Yeah. I mean, um, that's probably one of my favorite songs I've written just because, like, when you break down into the writing, it's so, like, intentional. Like, I mean, I'll break it down a little bit, but, like, the second verse, like, look how these brown hands cook all your meals. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or, like, the yeah. first verse, you that with your walls, you're verse. so proud. Like, that could mean, like, people have walls, but I also really meant just, like, the country. Um, or, like, in the chorus when I say, um, oh, Lord knows will live somehow and she'll show you to figure out so i'm saying like god is a woman yeah, um yeah. so there's just i word, like that song because i like word add a lot of things in there yeah oh, to my mama that was, it's absolutely beautiful and moving so thank you oh, thank, thank you so you. much for being yeah. the first person to like sing on oh the my show gosh. you know <laughs> new oh, thing yeah. making it rain Exactly. <laughs> well, we're gonna move it into the cool down sesh, y'all know. Oh my god, I'm yeah. so nervous. Mm -hmm. Don't be nervous, don't be nervous. You ah. are not the weakest link. <laughs> so we're gonna start out with FMK. Fuck so hopefully Fuck this is this is hard for you. Hey hopefully, mom. <laughs> yeah, like just like, turn it down a little bit <laughs> on this section. But um so we got Frank Ocean. <laughs> we added him to the list. <laughs> we got Frank Ocean, Andre 3000, and then we added Kendrick Lamar for, <gasps> for Woke Back. I knew you guys were going to say <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. So. Holy shit. Come on. Okay. This is so hard. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> Okay. Face palm. Oh my you god, guys, you. <laughs> you don't understand. My face is insane right now. I'm oh, stressed sorry. out. Okay. <gasps> oh my god. 
fuck. Intense. Fuck, indeed. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think... Oh my gosh, I do. I think I would fuck Andre three thousand. Okay. Because like I was like, oh, I would marry him, but then I was like, wait, no, no, no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, it's hard. It's hard. I thought this one is probably the hardest. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I'd uh, fuck Frank Ocean. Okay. Because I want to marry Andre three thousand. I was about to stop thinking. Right. Lock that, that down. Yeah. Move. Yeah. But then, oh my gosh, I love Let's Kendrick Lamar so K-Dot. much. But I'm not, I'm not like necessarily like I want to spend the life my life with you or like fuck you. So I guess I have to kill you. Okay. He's like that best friend. He's like yeah. You just talk to him and just like yeah. So I much exactly like I want to be friends. I want to like have a talk with you. I have coffee you with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um. That's yeah. I'll meet you. him in the next <laughs> lifetime. There yeah. you go. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. I want to marry Andre three thousand yeah. guys. Oh, Who else? Beautiful marriage. Yeah. I was. I would say I always like Donald Glover is like. My all time, yeah, that's like, what we always want to So, I always want to just oh mention God. him to everything. See, we, we, were, we were killing you either way. <laughs> okay, if yeah. you replaced if you replaced Kendrick with, with him, yeah, though, I would have really been like, I gotta go. Like, <laughs> no one, no one's dying tonight. This interview is over. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no one can die. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. we're just gonna put you in stasis mode, you know. Oh my god, we're gonna Polly freeze you yeah, for I, like a century, yeah, and I'll just go <laughs> real quick and then decide again, maybe later. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, good All choices, right. though. Good choices, now. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So, now the would you rather the part where we get you to think even oh, more, mm-hmm. even more. Mm-hmm. All right, would you rather. <clears throat> Would you rather lose all of your memories from birth until now or lose your ability to make new long-term memories? Oh, my gosh. So I think, you know what? Pure Dory status. I actually think this one's an easy one for me because I have a really shitty memory. Mm -hmm. Like, the reason why Paige is my best friend is because I've known her since I was nine and she remembers everything for me. She'll be like, oh, remember last week when blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I literally don't I remember. Forgot. I forgot. And she'll be like, kind of like, come on. We did this like a day ago. I'm the same way. Yeah. So exact I think I, w- I would lose that. I think I would lose like my memories from, oh my gosh, that's so shitty. But I think I would lose that memory because I'm already shitty with memory. But I don't want to lose my ability to create long term ones. Because as much mm-hmm. as I have a shitty memory, like I still can like, you know remember things yeah. after it okay that yeah. makes sense so then from here on out then you would just have like you'll yeah. you'll want to remember it. those yeah yeah wait but like is it like i lose my memory like like my name and everything or like what kind of memories i think just i think it's just general just like memories and memories oh like yeah not basic yeah. stuff but i still like know my position and like yeah. who i am and yeah, like yeah. who my just friends are like, right like nothing yeah. like you'd still be kind of like with your friends like cool okay you just probably, yeah, wouldn't, you just probably wouldn't remember how you met them <laughs> okay cool yeah that's fine that's fine because mostly i'm like what all the time, yeah. <laughs> but like I would don't want to lose my me- ability to make long term memories. So it'd be like, was it like fifty first dates? Fifty first dates. When she wakes up. Well, no, no. See, <laughs> the opposite. The she's she's deciding to give up her old memories to make new ones. Yeah, but I still uh, like ha, am in the yeah. environment to create good yeah. memories. Yeah, that's why I would choose that. Ah, you know, because if, if it, yeah, because if it was like me losing like my absolute sense of like who my friends are and what my life is, and I would mm-hmm. not like, I would just like I I love my life, so I would not lo- like I would not want to like yeah forget those basic Ooh, I things. I thought of like a 
a way of redoing that question. Oh, no. You did? Like, just like what you said, uh, would you rather lose all prior memories, like literally start fresh, fresh from the womb, yeah. or not, or the only memories you make now are ones where it's just you yourself? Like you won't remember anything involving other people, but just only my the stuff. Ones, only the memories you've created oh being alone. Whoa, God. Oh, I wouldn't well, want to do that. Well, that's gonna be a great mind one for the next person, right? Like, mind numbing, everyone. If you, whenever you listen to this, tweet us your answer. Oh, please, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, tweet yeah, us your answer. That's a, that's a good, yeah, call. Let us know. Would you? Would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather? <laughs> I'm trying to remember it to, uh, but an easier way. Uh, would you rather lose everything and start anew or only be able to make memories where you're the only person involved? Yeah. Only let us know. Wow, yeah, let us crazy. know. Let us know. Tweet us, tweet us. Okay. Well, we went really far into that. So <laughs> yeah, that we, we, did. we definitely had some good some good questions this time. But thank you so much for being here thank tonight you, with Kaya, us. Guys. Where thank can you. the people follow you, keep up with you? Yeah. Okay. So my Twitter and Instagram is at underscore Kaifu. So it's K-A-I-F-U. Um, and then I just started a Facebook artist page because i was like i'm sorry i love everyone but you can't add me on facebook yeah, yeah. you know it's yeah, yeah so it's just like the handle or the id for that is like uh at kaina music and then you can keep up with like my shows playing a, oh i'm playing um emporium headlining emporium with the okay. twins on um April 17th, and then I'm playing a 420 show at Chop Shop with Malcolm London. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and then bef- that. Yeah, before that. Well, actually, when is this coming out, guys? It should, so it should be we, out by usually, the following week. Yeah. Okay. It should be out in like a week. In a week. So it's Thursday. So it should be out by like okay. Wednesday or something. Never mind. I won't mention that show then. Will it be passed? Yeah, I okay. think it's on Wednesday. <laughs> okay. Uh, but that's can, okay. Yeah. You can um, tell us. We'll tweet about it later. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that show. And then um, I'm playing a Planned Parenthood fundraiser at the Metro um, in May. And just, like, catch my Facebook for that because I'm blanking on the date. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. But that's yeah. Planned Parenthood Planned relevant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Planned Parenthood. Yeah, me and the twins are playing that show. And then I'm playing Mambi on the Beach in June. Definitely yeah. going to be there for that. That's yeah. just, Congratulations on that. That's so awesome. And it's a really solid lineup. So that's yeah. really dope. I, it's so crazy the day I get to play. I'm like, Thundercat and like Fly oh, Lotus. Yeah. Um, and BJ the Chicago kid and like other great people. I hope too. the it's local natives is on that day too. Live. I don't know. Do you know if local natives is on that? Local, uh, local natives. Oh. They're coming out here. I think they're coming to some summer event. Nice. I, I think, them. you know, they might be on the date that I'm on. Okay. I think they're yeah. even, per- even better. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. This is how we became friends. Exactly. Oh, local that's so cute. Best friends. friends. We, we had to like choose <laughs> artists and to think of our theme song, and we chose the exact three artists. Oh my yeah, God! Blind, can, that's how you know test. it's like, and it was our first meeting. We were our first time meeting. Yeah, this like, oh hey, gosh. you're gonna be it doing this podcast be. with this girl. Like, okay, yeah, but that's why. I think, <laughs> okay, well, but to go back that um Emporium show, yes. is that the one in Logan Which Square? Emporium? Or Wicker Park? Oh yeah, it's in in the uh, Wicker Park. Okay, cool. Yes, Wicker all right. Park you guys hear all that. Stay Rewind. tuned with with Kyan to stay up to date and make sure you check her out at one of these yes, shows. Please come. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you.
Well, thank you for being the first after our longest hiatus and trying something new with us. Absolutely. Your voice is beautiful. Thank you. An angel. You've been blessed. (laughs) And highly favored. (laughs) Yes. All right, Dad. So where can people find you at? Where can people find me? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, everything at Elanadsanaj. That's Danielle Jones backwards. Mm -hmm. Hella complicated. (laughs) But you know, nobody got that username. (laughs) It's true. You the one only. You the one only. And where can they find you? Y'all can find me on Facebook at Julissa Ambrose, but only, you know, yeah, yeah, you can follow me. It's okay. You know, we can be a family. Follow me on my Facebook. You can find <laughs> me there. And then you can find me on Twitter at Jaleesa Ambrose as well. And I'm on Instagram at I am Jaleesa, but with the extra A on the end. Okay? Don't forget the extra A. And you can A. You can, <laughs> you can find <laughs> that us collectively at uh, Black Girl Report on all platforms. Uh, Facebook. Facebook. Twitter, Instagram. Insta. Twitter. We don't have a Snapchat. We'll not get there you know what maybe we'll get there oh. that'd be fun that'd be cute that yeah be right cute. I love you snap. put everything on insta story insta these story days. is good yeah yeah i feel like instagram is the like professional snapchat You're and right. then snapchat it is. is like it more is. personal right. let me show you me and my yeah, hair no net. one follow me on snapchat <laughs> <laughs> true don't well yeah you can keep us it. Up, with, up, up with us there and then also we're on itunes we're on Ooh. itunes yeah so we legit and we on stitcher as well hopefully you're listening to us from there Yes, yes. Um, so definitely check it out. Shout out to Professor Fox of hey. Studio 1552. Yeah, the Fox Den. Woo, woo, woo. Fox Den. <laughs> shout out to Fabre for our, our super our cool and smooth intro music. Always putting us in the mood. And shout out uh, Off Kilter. Off Kilter. Yeah. And right. the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll catch you guys. We won't be a month or so again before yeah. you hear from us. We're we'll trying to catch up. So we'll be right back at it next week. Yep. Um, we have some great... We have a great person in store. We like to have some someone brand new each time, new yeah. profession each time. So keep so follow us on social media to see who we're gonna have next. Peace, love, and happiness. Happiness. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say you gotta say happiness. Yeah. <laughs> love talking about our friends uh bianca of circus is having a secret show the end of this month march 31st uh so follow her circus mag to keep up on details about that um there's a lot of things coming up with her that i really want you guys to be akin to um so it'll be great we'll be there hope you guys will be too